0: Welcome back, scissors and scrubs. I'm Nicole. Well, I'm Lara, and I'm going to be sitting here in my finest uh, Givenchy gown for Ooh. Oscar
1: season, Lara. Oh, so do, 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 That my diamonds on. Do, 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 do,
0: do. Um, so what are we going to talk about for Oscar season? Well, a I don't know. Okay, I watched the Barbie movie. I didn't. I hated it. I hated it. It was not a funny movie about Barbie.
1: No, I don't think it was. It was a
0: power woman. Fucking bullshit movie. I was like, what what am I watching here? I thought it was gonna be funny, weird Barbie, and all these weird Barbie's coming out. I don't know. And I don't they're think really it was
1: supposed to be funny.
0: I didn't know anything about it. Uh, I went into it just thinking it was a movie uh-oh. about Barbie. I had not heard anybody talk about it. Nothing. They don't know why they got snubbed at the Oscars. Because you're a movie about Barbie. That's why you got snubbed at the Oscars. What earth shattering
1: news is Barbie that you need an Oscar for? I think for it? the problem is. Is that it was like a woman, woman empowerment. And the only person that got nominated was a man. I didn't know anybody got nominated. What's his name? Ryan Gosling got nominated for, what? for Best Supporting Actor. For what? But he that's what, terrible. So that's right. So, like, he didn't do anything special. But the only person to get nominated out of a feminist movie was a.
0: Look, man. if you're going to go with a feminist movie, uh, the girl that was in it, I can see her as the um, She was my virgin. Jane the Virgin, she's the woman in it that gives this power woman Uh. speech. She should have gotten an Oscar. Or not, I should say. I don't think anybody in that movie should have gotten an Oscar.
1: But don't nominate the man. I didn't even realize he got nominated.
0: I'm like, he was terrible. The whole movie was terrible. I couldn't believe I sat through it. I'm like, and you're wondering why you're not getting an Oscar not compared to Oppenheimer? Oppenheimer was fantastic. Like... (laughs) Wow. And I'm sure I'm going to get hate. Oh, Barbie was fabulous. I want, like, I want to go and look into a Barbie movie. expect to be stupid and funny. That's what I want. The Lego movie, stupid and funny. I don't need message movies on Barbie. You want to give me a message movie? Give me a real content, something I can sink my teeth into. Don't give me a Barbie car and then tell me how she doesn't want to be Barbie anymore. I I just, no. I loved my Barbies, okay? (laughs) I loved my Barbies. Okay. I loved my Barbies. All right. And Ken did not, was not blonde. My Ken had brown hair. There were blonde ones. I I never had a blonde one. I had brunette Ken. All right. Probably because you have brunette. The dancing Ken's like, what the fuck was that? I, I was looking I at it. I'm it. like, what? I looked at me and I'm like, what? What? What is it? Why are they all dancing all the stuff? What? What am I missing? I'm missing something in this movie. You missed a message. I am not getting it.
1: Well, anyways, don't nominate the guy in a feminist. Well, movie. Well, I get
0: that, but it was. Yeah. I don't even think anybody in that movie should be nominated. It was terrible. I don't even know what other movies are up for nominations. I have no idea. Um, I'm sure Oppenheimer is going to be up for some. I thought it was very, very good. I didn't watch many movies this year. Um, I never watch movies. I've been watching Colombo. So, Columbo, so mm. you know, I love my Colombo. Ah, mm. uh, uh, wait a minute. Now I'm rewatching them because I'm pathetic. Okay, so what we decided to do for Oscar season mm-hmm. is um, we're going to cover accidents again, not like The Wizard of Oz, people who actually died on set, things like tragic accidents on movie sets. Yes, is that what we're doing? Tragic accidents Pretty much, on movie yeah. sets. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to start it off, okay. and I'm going to start off with the most recent because it leads into yes. the one that happened 30 years ago. Okay, and the most recent is the incident with Alec Baldwin. Mm. So I'm, I took this off of, what did I take you off of? CBS News and the New York Times. Okay. okay. And the, it's hard to get a lot of information about this because it's, it's ongoing. A try, yeah. um, and I wasn't there.
1: No, I wasn't either. But
0: my impression of what I see, he's very uh, blasé about what happened. Mm-hmm. I could be completely wrong on this, but I'm not his biggest fan to begin with. Mm-hmm. And so I think he's a little blasé about the incident. Okay. So October 21, 2021. Is, oh God,
1: that was that long ago
0: now? Yeah. Wow. He's on the set of his New Western Rust being set in New Mexico. He is shooting a scene in a 19th-century church, which is a scene where they're gonna cross-draw revolvers. I am assuming that means you're taking your revolvers from the opposite sides. So instead of you're gonna use your right hand to grab the revolver on your left, left hip, hip, and your left hand to grab the revolver on your right hip. Yeah, and old you're western. pull and draw. Yeah, okay. Old, old that's, what, that's what I'm assuming it is. Okay. All right. So that's the scene they're going to shoot. Mm-hmm. The crew, including cinematographer. I don't know how to pronounce this name. It's H-A-L-Y-N-A. I'm going to call her Helena. Yeah. Because I am i don't know. I think that's what it is. That's so I'm nigga. going with Helena Hutchinson. They're setting up the scene. Alec Baldwin, during the scene, his gun goes off. He shoots her in the chest and kills her. And the shot, he also winds up shooting director Joel Souza in the shoulder. Jeez. Hutchinson is rushed to Albuquerque, New Mexico. I worked there at University Hospital. Nice. And she died. Souza is sent to Santa Fe. He recovers. Okay. January of 2023, Alec Baldwin and Hannah Gutierrez-Reed are both charged with involuntary manslaughter. Mm-hmm. Involuntary manslaughter in the state of New Mexico is, um accident not accidentally, killing somebody in an unlawful manner. I think that was the wording of it. Um. She, this Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, she is the firearms expert and in charge of the Armory on the set Mm -hmm. of this movie. Alec Baldwin claims he was given a cold gun, meaning there's nothing in it. Yeah. He also claims he cocked the gun, but he never pulled the trigger. Now, this is disputed because people like you had to have pulled the trigger for it to go off. You didn't just cock this gun. So um, three months after these charges, so February, March, April... Charges against Baldwin are dropped in April of 2023. Really? They remain against they remain against Gutierrez. January two, did I go more? Okay, so January of 2024, new charges are brought against Baldwin for involuntary okay. manslaughter. He has a charge of uh, the main one accuses him of total disregard or indifference for the safety of others, while another one accuses him of neglect and use of firearms. Mm-hmm. Now. This is what makes me think there's more to this because that's a year later they recharge him again and they're saying he was completely negligent with the firearms. Um, So if he is criminally convicted, he could face up to 18 months in prison. Mm -hmm. His lawyer states that Baldwin relied on the professionals with whom he worked, who uh, who assured him that the gun did not have live rounds. We will fight the charges against them and we will win. Gutierrez oh. states that the D.A. has completely misunderstood the facts and has reached the wrong conclusions. So that is what is currently going on mm-hmm. with them. So those charges were just filed last month against mm-hmm. him again. So it's going to be very interesting
1: to see. He what was also of... the producer, I think. Yeah. So he's... I think when you're the producer, you you're in charge of even if you have a fire expert. Right. You are in charge of every I single thing. I would love to know what happened on that set. Right.
0: Um. But this 30 years prior to this, we had the accident with Brandon Lee, which I was corrected that I make sure I don't say Brandon Lee by Mm -hmm. our resident movie expert, Michael. Mm -hmm. Um, Who is Brandon Lee? Does anybody know who Brandon Lee is? We all know who he is. He is the son of world famous. Everybody was kung fu fighting Bruce Lee. Mike, you've heard that song.
1: I know the song,
0: Bruce Lee. You know who Bruce Lee? Does it
1: have anything to do with Bruce Lee? You know he was a kung fu fighter, like world. Oh yeah, I thought you were saying that was like a song they played. No, I'm just singing it because he was a big. I was like, oh, I didn't know that was in like a movie with him.
0: No, he was known for his. In fact, that's where Chuck Norris gets all of his fighting skills because he trained with Bruce Lee. Really, it was a really funny commercial I was watching. These two old guys are sitting in a restaurant, and one's like. Chuck Norris is behind you and they start going back and forth like, you know, Chuck Norris wears a hat to protect the sun from him. and, and Chuck Norris this and Chuck Norris that. And the guy goes, and they're like 80 years old. He goes, watch this. I bet you Chuck Norris can catch this salt and pepper shaker. So the guy's like, hey Chuck! And he throws the salt and Chuck Norris kicks it like he does this roundhouse kick, knocks the guy in the head of a salt and pepper shaker and it lands perfectly on the table. <laughs> and the guy's like, you owe me a dollar. <laughs> it's just hysterical. <laughs> Chuck Norris. So that's where Chuck Norris and this comes from so huh. bruce lee is was a very 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 famous martial artist everybody knew who bruce lee was His big movie was enter the dragon that was coming to the united states in 1973 um who is the basketball player in enter the dragon it's a famous basketball player
1: my you know who I'm talking about? K- Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yes, that's exactly who. It is. I just know basketball players, and so I took a wild guess in the start. Bizarro
0: outfits, and you got to see this movie, okay? Mm-hmm. But it's like levels of fighting in this movie. Anyway, mm-hmm. Bruce Lee dies, I think, before the movie even comes out, of cerebral edema in 1973 at oh, the age really? of 32. His there were movies on his. It's very suspicious of what happened to his death. Nobody knows. There's rumors going on that he was killed by the the, the Chinese mafia. He was He's on drugs. Really yeah, he was on drugs, oh. like all this shit. Mm-hmm. All right, so he leaves behind uh, a wife, a daughter, and his eight-year-old son, Brandon. Brandon idolized his father, mm-hmm. and if you see him, he's a handsome kid because mm-hmm. uh, Bruce Lee married a Caucasian woman. The mix, fantastic. Um, he idolized his father. He practiced martial arts right up until eight years old. This little video is a little tiny Brandon mm-hmm. Lee doing his thing. Wah, 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 wah. Devastated when his father stopped practicing martial arts because yeah. when his father died, it took a long time for his mother to get him going. Mm-hmm. They were living in China, he spoke fluent Chinese, Brandon yeah. Lee. So he moves back to the United States, he doesn't even know English when he moves back. So he decides, as he grows up, he's going to follow his dad into acting, and he starts with action movies. Of course, he's Bruce Lee's son. This is what's going to happen to Tom Brady's kids. Like, let's see where he's going to go with this. So he does wind up doing a few minor movies. Um, One was in China called Legacy of the Rage. Rage. And Laser Mission in 1989. So he's eventually cast in the lead role of the new movie, The Crow. Oh, that's right. It nice. was. He was going to play Eric Draven, who was a rock and roll guitarist. Who could, he and his girlfriend get murdered, and they come back from the. He comes back from the dead to avenge the death of he and his girlfriend. Okay. Um, and he is like over the fucking moon to get this role because he's tired of being cast in action roles. He wants to start showing people the depth of his uh, acting, acting, and he wants to start getting he there. They were seeing him like he would have been in The Matrix. He would have been Mm -hmm. the next Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was going to be this huge action hero in the future. So he felt it was a role that would show uh, his acting expertise and get him bigger roles. The night before his accident, he calls his mom. Quote, she says, he was so happy that night that that would be the last of the scenes that involved weapons. He was so looking forward to his next project, which was to be a film that didn't include any martial arts. I felt so happy for him that he had reached his goal of um, being signed as a serious actor. So it is midnight, March 31st. They are filming the scene. I'm not going to pronounce this right. Caroloco Studios in Wilmington, North Carolina. The scene shows another actor loading a gun. When you have a scene showing an actor loading a gun, um, they will use bullets real bullets that they hollowed out so it doesn't look like a fake bullet going into Mm -hmm. the gun um this asshole lee is supposed to walk into a room and from across 15 to 20 feet the actor's supposed to shoot brendan lee the gun is supposed to be loaded with blanks Mm -hmm. so when lee enters the uh room he's actually shot with a 44 caliber bullet oh my god it enters his Abdomen and it gets lodged in his spine. He is immediately <gasps> rushed to a nearby North Carolina hospital where he bleeds out on the table at the age of 28. Oh my God. The movie itself was finished with the stunt double Chad <laughs> stabileski who then goes on to direct the um, John Wick movies. Yeah. So, an investigation, a month long investigation, goes into his death. Lots of rumors went on of this movie. I remember this because I remember when it happened all these creepy things about the movie. It was like the Poltergeist. Oh, it's yeah. cursed. This one died. That one died. This happened. blah blah. So April 27th, 1993, found that the accident was due to negligence on the part of the crew. So the hollow cartridge that was put in is removed. When it was removed and the blanks were placed, a piece, a tip of the bullet was left in the gun. Oh. So it now has the, the blank behind it. So when they fired the gun... It shot the bullet out. That's what killed him. They, um, There were no charges brought against the production company. And wow. we lost a fantastic, very mm. handsome, good-looking guy. Yeah. And that was from History.com and CNN.com. That's awful. It was terrible. I knew I'm, we got shot. I just didn't. It was huge when it happened. Yeah. And They did. I mean, our, it, the movie grossed like $50 million even after. And probably because well, probably of, of the yeah. shit behind this
1: death. Yeah. And did they do a second one?
0: They did a few sequels that weren't going to do it. They
1: weren't good. No, I mm-hmm. thought so. Okay, all right. So I did a different um, movie. I got information from thethings.com, dot ABC News, and the Guardian. Um, on February twentieth, two thousand fourteen, a Greg Allman <laughs> biopic movie called Midnight. Rider. We were corrected about that as yeah. well. He thought we were saying almonds. I wasn't.
0: Um, you know he was married to Cher, right? No, they have a kid together. Yeah. Did he just die? The kid. Or is he like in drugs or something? It's something? going on with Greg Allman's kid. I don't
1: know. I don't know. Anyways, so um, a Greg Allman biopic movie called Midnight Rider was being filmed.
0: Midnight. On this day,
1: the cast and crew were filming on the Dr. Town trestle over the Altamada <laughs> River in Wayne County, Georgia. The scene they were shooting portrayed Greg Allman in a hospital bed imagining his late brother... Um, Dwayne Allman on the other side of the bridge so he's in a hospital bed he's on a bridge he's seeing his dead brother across you know they gotta get this picture just yeah. right Um, so to, sh- yeah. so to shoot this the owner of the land adjacent to the bridge gave the production crew permission to be there they also told production only two trains would use the tracks on that day like these people own this mm-hmm. land they know what comes and goes they said there's two trains and then that's it for the day um, there were no railroad officials or medical staff on scene. Charlie Baxter, who was the location manager, was also not on scene. But he did email production that the CSX railroad refused permission for them to use the trestle bridge this day. Oh. And he emailed them that before 11 a.m. on the day. So they that knew they weren't filming. supposed to be there. There was an email sent. Okay. Was it read? Who knows? Who knows? Um, They covered but- their ass. Mm-hmm. The crew started preparing to start filming and multiple witnesses said two trains passed through. So everybody's there. They're getting all the shit ready on the side. One train, two trains. Okay, let's get the shit out onto the train tracks now. Um, So they now start putting the bed, props, cameras, whatever the hell, sound mics, whatever you need to shoot a scene in the crew onto the bridge Um, because the two trains that were supposed to come that day already passed through. William Hertz, who was the actor playing Greg Alman, um, said he still felt uneasy about it. I, I would feel, feel a, uneasy I don't about care being un- abandoned. I'd yeah. feel uneasy.
0: I don't like I, every movie starts with oh they were empty. Yeah.
1: Um, and asked the first AD on set, Hillary Schwartz, because she is the first AD. Apparently, would be the one to be like, like yes, this director. is safe. This is safe. We're yeah. good to go. Um, he asked Hillary Schwartz if it was safe, and she said yes. Completely safe. Still felt weird, but he went ahead with it. Crew members asked what to do if a train was spotted. Like just in case hey, what if a train does come though? Mm-hmm. What do we do? They were told that you have 60 seconds to clear that bridge from the time we see a train. Holy shit. 60 seconds. That's not a lot. No. So um William Hurt climbs into the hospital bed on the tracks, and immediately Hillary Schwartz calls out, There's a train approaching. The second they get everybody in place, there's a oh train approaching. Oh my God. So they have this sixty seconds to clear the bridge. Um, William Hurt says he jumped out of the bed, he looked backwards at sees the train coming and said, immediately says, Someone's going to die now. Like someone's going to die. Um, the crew starts trying to get the gear and the bed off the track. Cause you also don't want to leave that because that is going to cause it's a destroyed. train crash. Yeah. Um, so they're trying to get the bed off the track, the cameras, the this, they're trying to run off the track. Um, it's like a it's insane. The crew this is a nightmare. has to run towards the CSX train, Q12519, with two locomotives, 37 freight cars, and it was traveling at 57 miles per hour. They have to run towards it to get off. Oh my god. So it's not even like you're running away from it. Oh you're my god. running towards it. Why this couldn't they train. go the other way though? For whatever reason, like the way you had to get down was you had to right. like go through this. I'll put a picture of you it. You know when a
0: code would be? She'd be in the river.
1: That's it wasn't like. I'll show, I'll put a picture of it up. It's a very weird looking thing. Mm. And you're running on two, off of the tracks, Is two very narrow passageways, and then you can get off the tracks. Like, you're s- kind of stuck on this. You can't really jump off of it.
0: So oh. you're stuck here nope. until nope. you can nope. run nope. along this
1: passage and then get off the side of it. So they're running on these little narrow pathways alongside the tracks. Some of the crew made it off before the train mm-hmm. reaches them. Others had to hold on to the girders yeah, I believe it. of the bridge to try not to get sucked under the train because of the yeah the wind that it causes. Um, Joyce Gilliard uh, was a hairdresser on set and was unable to get off the bridge. Oh, Joyce. So she had to hold on to a girder. Yeah. She's grabbing onto it. But she said the pressure from the wind was so strong it pulled her off of the girder. Um, the train strikes the hospital bed, of course, because they could not get the hospital bed off right. of the track. Um. Then smash into Joyce's arm. Metal shrapnel from the bed.
0: Train the or the bed smashed. Into I believe
1: her arm. the bed. Okay. Um, the metal shrapnel from the bed is flying everywhere because now that's in a gazillion pieces. When Joyce opened her eyes, because she probably lost consciousness, got knocked out, whatever. After the crash, crash, the first thing she sees is Sarah Jones. Um, and she said it was deathly quiet because everyone's like just in shock that this right. just happened. And then someone said, oh, my God, she's dead. Oh, my God. Um, Sarah was a 27-year-old camera assistant. Joyce said she knew, um, like, sh- people knew immediately. They said she's dead. Um, Sarah was hit by the bed and pushed into the train's fuel tank, oh. which hit the right side of her body. She died instantly. Thank her God. autopsy showed multiple lacerations, fractures, and amputations. <gasps> I think the right side of her body was, was just... gone. Yeah. Um... Five other crew members were also injured. Joyce, um, when the thing, it struck her arm, it was obviously broken. She had to have surgery and plates and screws and everything, um, but five other people were also injured. Miller and three other members of the Midnight Rider team were charged with involuntary manslaughter and criminal trespassing. Hillary Schwartz, um, the, a- the first AD, mm-hmm. received a 10-year probation sentence and a $5,000 fine. Randall Miller, received a two-year jail sentence in eight years of probation. Wow. Um, of course, they said, you know, they they have done many movies and no one had ever been hurt. There had never been an incident. They feel awful, but so they didn't many, do the died. due diligence. Right. Um, Sarah Jones's parents filed a lawsuit, of course. obviously, for their daughter's death. This is a quote from Richard Jones, her father. It says, the people who made poor choices that day need to be held fully accountable for what they did. And her mother, Elizabeth Jones, said the audacity, the audacity to put someone else's life in such danger, it was total disregard for someone else. Yeah. Um, and in honor of their daughter, the Joneses are trying to bring awareness to safe films, safer film sets with their website Safety for Sarah. And they also did this thing like um, production assistance or whatever um, would put up pictures of her with the, you know, the little... Mm-hmm. What is that called? The clapper. Yeah, you know, the thing they the do for the light. scenes yeah. and stuff. Like Take picture, one. Pictures of her on all different movie sets doing that, just oh. to bring awareness to her. Um, but she died getting killed by a That's train. That's unbelievable. Because they didn't... That's a an nightmare. You can't film it if the trains are going to keep coming. Yeah, I wouldn't have picked an active
0: train track. Right. I don't care how good it looks. Right. You I would can't. have found... Um, there's plenty of abandoned ones out there. Or
1: if the train company said, yes, there will be no trains from right two to five... Right, go, go for it. They didn't. They just did it. Wow. Um and then I found a list of like Weirdo 20 waxes. times act- action actors were injured on film sets um from the things.com. I'm not doing all of them cuz some of them are, like really stupid. Um like <laughs> Tom just... Cruise crashed into a side of a building while filming Mission Impossible. Well, he's an idiot. <laughs> yeah. He walked away with a limp afterwards. Yeah. He's fine. Um Kate Winslet had a drowning scare while filming the Titanic. I think I heard something about this. Um she, it could have been, like, really terrible. She's filming it. She's wearing that heavy yep. winter coat because it was freezing. And she got stuck in the water in one of those submersion scene, scenes. And she said she had to, like, shimmy out of the coat to get free. Oh, my God. She said she had no l- breath left. Like, she thought she was going to burst. Like, she absolutely could have drowned. Um, The maze runner, the actor for that, um, the filming actually was delayed for Came over a year doubled. because the lead actor, Dylan O'Brien was involved in an onset set accident. He was apparently in a harness, and he was accidentally hit by another vehicle, resulted in a concussion, various facial fractures, lacerations, yep. Um, Jennifer Lawrence, while filming The Hunger Games, had a punctured eardrum. She kept getting, like, really bad ear infections from all the diving and being in the water and stuff. And then... um, one of the jets that was flying over. They're super, super loud. Oh, yeah. She has a raging infection and it punctures her eardrum. Ouch. Yeah. Um. George Clooney, while filming Seriana, was kicked off of a chair and sustained a serious spinal injury. It took a months to recover. I didn't wow. remember hearing that. Uh, Johnny Depp was thrown from a horse while shooting scenes for The Lone <laughs> Ranger. Um. I don't mean to laugh, but Johnny Depp's so bizarre. I know. it's quote is... He said, hooves. Hooves is what was going through my mind. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> um, during filming for Thor, The Dark World, Jamie Alexander um, herniated a disc in her thoracic spine, dislocated um, her left shoulder, and tore her right rhomboid and chipped 11 vertebrae in a fall Jesus. on that set. She's lucky she wasn't paralyzed. Um Daniel Craig. Oh my boy, he um, broke a leg or something. Was filming Quantum of Solace. He sustained a facial injury after a collision on set and required plastic surgery. Well, I mean,
0: face of his. He's got a beautiful face.
1: Yeah. Uh, Harrison Ford fractured his leg while making Star Wars episode. Seven, The Force Awakens. Because <laughs> he's um, 100 years old while he's making it. Yeah, one of the hot hydraulic doors from the me- Millennium Falcon <laughs> fell on his leg and fractured it. Oh. Which delayed, you oh, know, Han. filming. Um, Angelina Jolie slashed her face during something. Oh, God forbid. Halle Berry apparently is accident prone. She <laughs>
0: Just sustained... Just me as somebody would be accident prone. A
1: minor head injury while filming The Call. She broke both her foot and arm on the Catwoman set. And she also got a shard of glass in her eye while making Die another day. Oh, that's not good. No. John Hader, during Blades of Glory, they had to learn, him and Will Farrell, even though there was like stunt doubles, they had to learn like basic skating so they could film a little of them. And while he was training, he broke his ankle. <laughs> which delayed filming until he could get back on. Um, on set in Scotland for the Eagle... Cast members were pouring warm water down their pants because it was so freezing to keep warm.
0: That doesn't sound like a good idea, to be honest with you. No.
1: Someone brings Channing Tatum water so he can do it. Warm water. They did not tell him that it was scalding water and needed to let it sit. Oh, when he hurt he he his He pours junk. it down his pants, and he completely burned his penis. And he that's said... A, um, that's a sacrilege right there. <laughs> yeah. He ended up with a shriveled, burnt penis. It has oh. healed. Since I really then, was ladies. gonna say I hope that healed shit's healed. gotten better. <laughs> There'll be no more magic mics. Yeah. Um during filming of the 1983 Twilight Zone, the movie, Vic Morant Vic, Vic, Vic Morrow. and two child actors um were killed I'm when good. a helicopter on set was forced into a spell uh tailspin from the pr- um explosion of pyrotechnics. So pyrotechnics oh, go yeah. off. The helicopter gets forced into a sail- tailspin. They weren't on the helicopter; they were on the ground. Aww. The helicopter crashed into them. Morrow and one of the child actors were decapitated, <gasps> and Oof. the other child actor actor was crushed to death from the helicopter. Aww.
0: Well, he, he saw that happening and he picked up both the kids and started running to get them out. Well, he might have run the wrong Aww. way because
1: they did not get out. Um, they were go; they were dying either way. At least tried. Yeah. Um, and John. Bernacker was a stuntman for the Walking Dead and while her while rehearsing a stunt he fell 20 feet onto a concrete floor uh resulting in a severe head injury that he later died from Aww. um so they're dangerous they're not yeah. you know especially yeah. the stunt men and women but because they're trying like, to do real life things right that it's like you're watching them actually fall from right. these heights and you're right. hoping they hit this balloon thing they have on the ground but you can hit the concrete and helicopters they're dangerous and... well speaking of the oscars uh-huh. i watched last night mm-hmm.
0: uh, what's it called the greatest night in pop oh i did too loved it it was so good it's about the making of we are the world so charlotte texted us like friday so night like
1: the whole group. she loves lionel like is obsessed with lionel richie and um she texted, She, goes, oh, I just watched a documentary. It's so good, uh, called whatever yeah. the heck it's called on Netflix. It's so good. You wonder why I love Lionel Richie. Something you gotta watch this. Blah blah. blah. So then uh, I watched it last night. It was really good. It was so good. Michael Jackson had a beautiful voice. I, I know, I know, I've said this before. I literally thought I was going to marry Michael know, Jackson I as did. a small child. I literally, he, I was madly yeah, he, in love they with. They show
0: him. that scene. He's there by himself. He was a professional. Like he, you know, I know how I feel. I, I can't get over what he did. But I feel like if somebody could have gone and gotten him right
1: then. And just straighten. Yeah, him I up. mean, I think he was fucked from his childhood, but I just. I mean, he had a his beautiful voice, voice, and he worked. He was in there by him. They, they by, were the, They were all um, the American, American musical Music ones, and he's there by himself yep. singing this to make it yep. perfect. And, and it, it, he, I was like,
0: wow, he had such a great voice. And then listening to Lionel Richie talk about how they um, were writing the song and all the shit that was going on in Michael's oh, house, yeah. I fell in love with Stevie Wonder. Like, the way he was helping Bob Dylan get his role together. Yeah, that was nice. But then I was like, they were saying, like, oh, you know, there was, like, a lot He's of troublemakers. And they immediately
1: mm-hmm. named him. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Who you. Are I
0: know. Her. But the way everybody was responding to him there, I fell in love with him. Yeah. Um, I couldn't believe Prince didn't show up. And I couldn't believe they didn't ask Madonna
1: to be in it. But I thought time, it was real weird that they picked Cindy Lauper over Madonna. Yes. But I'm like, maybe at that. Why did that, have to be there? I, don't, I didn't get that one. And then... Um, Prince
0: is weird. Prince, I did see, not coming. But I felt bad. Like, he should have been there because he was... I, I was saying to Brian... They like, asked
1: him. He chose not to But people
0: go. who don't know, who weren't alive in that time or whatever, are born like Caitlin, those were the biggest people in the world at that time. Mm-hmm. At that time, they were massive stars. Yeah. So, I mean, they had Michael Jackson, Prince, and... Bob Dylan was terrified. You see him. He looks oh, like yeah. a child. Yeah. They're all looking at him like he's a rock god. He's fucking terrifying he in that room. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. I'm yeah. like, he he is so awkward and wants to be out of there so bad. But he stuck he it, it out and yeah. he did it. Yeah. So if you get the chance to watch The Greatest Night in Pop, it's a great like hour really and a half, good. two hours. Fun to watch. Really interesting how they pulled that off. Um, seeing the interaction of these stars. I yeah. I loved it. Absolutely it was loved it. really good. It so, was very um, good. We had a couple of emails. Oh, yeah. Um, we meant to read one on the last episode. Uh, we got a lot of flack about Ozempic. I'm not going to lie. People emailed us. We had some Facebook comments about it. Um, people at work. We, uh, we got some comments back on the Ozempic. So Laura's going to read the Ozempic. I had figured since she covered it, she should read it. And then we have just one more after that.
1: Yeah. All right. So this is, um, hello, ladies. I listened to your podcast this morning on Ozempic. I currently am on Ozempic at two milligrams and have been for almost two years. I was prescribed it by a physician that followed up with me weekly and then monthly and now my PCP takes care of it for me. So she went about it in a very healthy mm-hmm. um thought out way. Um when I first started my BMI was almost 40, had sleep apnea and my A1C was creeping up as well as a family history of diabetes and heart disease and AI um, had started to have in is- and, and I had started to have issues with cholesterol. It is not and has not been easy in any way, shape, or form. I did change my lifestyle, change my eating habits, and make sure I move my body every day. For me, it made the food noise quiet, if that makes sense. I don't have the cravings I had before. It was slow coming off, and I have lost 60 pounds at this point, and I have been steady at my current weight, plus or minus a couple of pounds. But always know that if I get off track, I can reel it back in. Um, I did initially have some side effects, nausea and constipation and some hair loss, but have been taking regular daily vitamins as well as making sure I am taking in enough protein as I have found that's beneficial for my weight also. I also take magnesium glycinate, an extra biotin for my hair, which has gotten better. The prescription is a pen that has four weeks of injections. My insurance covers it. However, I have a deductible and have had to pay out of pocket for for which was around $750 with a discount card. Wow. I just wanted to share my experience and appreciate all the topics you cover. I also, this is my favorite part of this. I also teach surgical techs and we have used your podcast for quizzes. <laughs> quizzes. How many fuck words did Nicole say this week? <laughs> Love you
0: ladies. From Nicole. You know what I hear from everybody who has either had ozempic, um, gastric bypass, they all say it quiets. The cravings, like the foy, those exact words, it quiets the food noises.
1: And again, I'm not, I don't have, it's not like we have something against Ozempic. You, this woman also had health issues issues that go with it. Her BMI was well over the... You know, the healthy range. Like she, it's it's different than when people are doing it to lose a quick 20. That's the thing. I don't like it as a quick fix. Right. I never like anything she that's a quick changed. fix. She went to a doctor. She right. was followed. She right. was, you know, she's doing it for health reasons. She's doing it and it, she's enc- it bettered her health. Right. And she's changing, she changed her diet. She changed her exercise. You know, like she's doing everything you need to do to keep it long term right. off. So that's a great, great use right. for us. I agree. But, yeah. I agree 100%. All right. Thank I you. have love
0: the podcast so do i <laughs> hi laura and nicole i just graduated nursing school passed my nclex and i'm about to stop my new grad job in the operating room whoop, whoop. may god be with you <sighs> i have been listening to the podcast for the last couple of years and i have loved it from the start i discovered you guys on tiktok we need to get back on tiktok oh, early in nursing school and i was hooked I love hearing the stories about your nursing careers, the time in the OR. I also appreciate the time and background information, <laughs> really, <laughs> you guys put into each episode. You guys never fail to entertain. My favorite episodes are the summer series. <laughs> I love my world renowned summer <laughs> series, Summertime in the 80s, and really any other episode too. Summertime in the 80s is probably one of my all time yeah, favorites. It. Uh, thank you guys for providing me with entertainment and encouragement to make it through. Keep making episodes, ladies. I'll be listening. Have a great weekend. Sincerely, Cody O. Thank you very thank much you, for Cody. the email. Congratulations. Um, good luck in the OR. It is a rewarding career. I did, I've did. i been there 30 years. I'm mm-hmm. not going anywhere. God, mm-hmm. um,
1: give yourself time because you're going to feel like you don't know anything for like two years. Right, right. And but it's, that's normal. Right. And don't, don't always hard.
0: think, don't think you know when you don't. No, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah
1: um so hope you guys
0: enjoyed these episodes march is around the corner i hope which means at the end of march there'll be daffodils laura at the end of march it'll be like sunny till just about seven yes it may go up to 45 degrees but it's happening it's happening it's coming it's coming um be safe enjoy your summer um and we'll see you guys in march bye bye
1: like subscribe rate and review the scissors and scrubs podcast on whatever podcast app you listen to us on Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Scissors and Scrubs. And email us any of your stories or thoughts to scissorsandscrubs at gmail.com.